man. I'm a little excited. I'm a little sad. But I'm, I'm really, really, really enjoying talking on this microphone. Today, I'm going to be late for work because I want to talk about this. Now, for everybody that knows me, it's always been football first. I've been sad for a very long time. Every Sunday during football season, getting the beat down and having to get texts from all my friends that are Eagle fans, Cowboy fans, not Giants fans, not football fans with the jokes, the mean pictures. And all you could do was just take another sip, take another sip, pour yourself another glass, get some more ice and get some more juice and put whatever you like to drink in there. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to let you know the Giants have announced the New York football Giants, Big Blue, have announced that first round pick six overall in the 2019 NFL Draft. Quarterback from the University of Duke, Daniel Jones, will be starting this weekend against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Eli Manning will be benched. Now, for all my real Giant fans, I know all the haters, they laughing. But all my real Giant fans, I just want to say this to go out into the universe to Eli Manning. Eli, we've seen you grow from when you played that Ravens game and they almost decapitated you because you didn't know where the blitz was coming from and they were just hitting you from everywhere. We saw you when you had that brilliant comeback against the Denver Broncos. And we also remember that game against the Minnesota Vikings, that 1 p.m. game, where you threw three interceptions. And not only were they interceptions, they were three pick sixes. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. We remember Eli for Super Bowl 42. That all-out blitz. And he threw the ball, that, that wonderful touchdown to Plaxico Burris. Walking the team down the field when we needed it. And everybody thought you were wacky. You said, you know what? I'm going to go back again and show him again. And I'm going to do it to Tom Brady, who everybody calls football deity, football royalty. And he probably threw the most perfect down-the-field sideline. Had to have Mario Manning it was the perfect pass and catch and we beat them again I mean he's one of what with no with no um with, with no Ben Roethlisberger I think he's one of two active quarterbacks that have won multiple Super Bowls well was I should say because he's not gonna play this weekend but he's he it, it, before Ben Roethlisberger it was Tom Brady Ben Roethlisberger and Eli Manning. Only quarterbacks in the league to have won multiple Super Bowls. Not one one. I'm talking about, I want one for the left pinky and the other one for the right pinky. Those quarterbacks. I would just like to say, Eli, we love you. We'll retire your number. It'll go up in the rafters. But bruh, thank you. It's time to go. We don't see the comebacks. We we, we don't see the, the, the playmaking. We don't see it, man. And you know what? 
a couple years ago when, when, when McAdoo was our head coach, remember when he came out? The quarterback needs to play better. The quarterback needs to make plays. The quarterback needs to be able to do this. And we were like, how dare you? Who do you think you are talking to a two-time Super Bowl MVP like that? You haven't even coached the game. Are you talking to Aqua? Who do you think you are, Mackenzie? Remember all that? And we were like, yo, this guy is bugging. Talking about elite Eli Manning? More Super At that point in time, more Super Bowl trophies than his brother? Who does this guy think he is? Right? And unbeknownst to many, the year Pat Mahomes was coming out, the Giants actually wanted to trade up to draft Pat Mahomes. But Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs, they went all in and they paid more than we were willing to pay to move up to 10 to draft Pat Mahomes. Settling for Evan Ingram is not a bad player. But still, McAdoo recognized Eli at that point was, he wasn't slipping. Maybe he slipped and was gone and we didn't see it because we're not professionals. And he won and he saw it, it being that talent in Pat Mahomes. Well, look, thank you, Eli. But now we're going to move on to Daniel Jones. Now, look, all I'm going to say is about this move, a lot of people are going to say, well, before what they get into, I'm just going to say it's over. We finally hit rock bottom. As Giant fans, I know a lot of Giant fans, on Mondays or during the game, you just get numb to it. And that's a problem. When you start getting numb to the losing, or it's like, can we just be competitive? I know we're going to lose. Or you start entertaining the when your lady says, hey, do you want to go out? And you actually say, you know what? I will be pissed off watching the Giants play for a couple weekends. That might not be a bad idea, right? You know what you start thinking in that term? It's bad. When you start thinking, I'm just going to have the game on and I'm going to start doing work like laundry and cleaning around the house and I'm not going to watch every minute so I don't get myself that pissed off. Or you start thinking to yourself, do I really want to waste my Sundays getting pissed off watching the Giants play? That's when you know I need therapy because the Giants are that bad. But look, I think when it came down to how do we get to where we are, it's the misgivings of past management. And this is just me talking. I have no information. I believe that part of this had to be ownership handing down a mandate saying, look, Eli plays until we say everybody else is you do what you whatever it is that you want. Because they traded Odell, and he was the best player on the team. So it had to be a mandate coming down from ownership saying, look, Eli plays, Eli stays, anybody else could go. And then when McAdoo did what he did, it was like, in a way, that was the downfall for him because Geno Smith wasn't the answer. It would have made more sense starting Luletta and maybe some of the other quarterbacks that we had to see what we got instead of Geno Smith. No disrespect to Geno Smith, but he wasn't the incumbent. But I think now it's almost like ownership sees 
the 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 coaching staff probably is walking up to them with the laptop like, look, I know Eli's your man, but do you see this? Do you see these guys running around open? What what could be done? Do you see what's going on? And look, if you're a coach, it's like you're a chef. You're a cook. And if you want to cook up the good meal, I think in a way you should be given the right to buy the groceries. Right? I mean, if we're going to make chicken parmesan, I want to go to the farm that has organic chicken. I don't want to go to the corner store bodega and get me those those chicken drumsticks or those chicken bags. I don't want to do that because as a chef, you probably know the organic chicken is going to make it taste that much better. And I think the giant coaching staff and the GM were put in a position to where it was like, we're giving you the groceries and you make it taste like like, 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 like apple pie. And they were like, man, look, they pay me enough money and I need a job, so I'll do it. But jeez. And I think the tide began to turn a couple years ago or maybe even last year when we traded Eli Manning. I mean, not Eli Manning, Eli Apple. We traded away snacks and that hurt. But we traded away snacks. And the former safety, number 21, because I don't want to say his name, Everybody now is saying, how could you trade him away? How could you trade him away? How many times a third and five is a tight end wide open? Why is it the tight end, whenever they played the Giants, seemed like they were an all-pro tight end? I'm not even going to say the name because you Giant fans know who I'm talking about. So don't give me that, oh, we shouldn't have traded him. Yes, we should have. Yes, we should not have let him back on the team. Jabril Peppers? Look, nobody on that defense is playing good right now. So I don't want to say it's an upgrade. But I think the GM last year was given the keys a little bit to say, look, pull the trigger on this, get you a quarterback, and next year will be Eli's last year. And I think now the coaches are like, look, man, you either A, put it in writing that you're not going to fire me after we owe less than five wins. We'll be lucky to win two wins, two games this year. Or we make a QB change and let me get busy. And it was one of those moments, I guess, where ownership had to go from having a beeper to having an iPhone 11. Yes. I think that's how prehistoric we were. I think we were depending too much on magic and not the process. We were hoping that we could put all the ingredients did like we did way back in the day hoping something would change. They traded Odell Beckham because they felt like (sighs) part of it was his, he was hard to deal with. And I also feel part of it was we're not winning with him and we need a lot of players on this team. So who, who do we wind up getting? Although it's not looking like it now, you upgraded at safety trading by by getting Jabril Peppers. That draft pick wound up being De, um, Dexter Lawrence, that defensive lineman out of Clemson. And then with the additional equity that we received, we were able to trade back up into the first round. And look, I know DeAndre Baker right now. Is, DeAndre Baker is getting baked, but he's a rookie, and you got to give him a break. It's his second game in the NFL. He didn't play a lot in the preseason because he's injured. And, you know, he's he's playing like a rookie. So it's something you got to live with. But I feel that 
And it, was it a good move trading Odell Beckham? I'm taking it as they did it for the team and to, to acquire pieces because with him on the team, you would have saw what you saw in that Monday night football game where he took it 89 yards for a touchdown. He's good for that, and he's on a better team, and they win that game. But last year, he would have had six receptions for 160-some-odd yards and a juicy 89-yard touchdown, and the Giants would have been, they would have lost that game 23-10. to So, yes, we traded away our best player, but Danny Jones, Danny Dimes will get to start. Now, look, people are going to say, the Giants messed up. Why did you sign Eli to an extension if you know he wasn't ready? Why did you keep him on for so much? Why did you even sign him to a deal? Why is he even starting? You drafted a quarterback. If he's going to start, why did you have Eli even start the first game of the year? You guys don't know what you're doing. You're lost. It looks like you're, 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 you're just a bunch of nincompoops running this organization. And you know what? All, all, all the Giants fans can say is, you're right. I agree. Nothing you can say, nothing I can say to disagree, and I, I respect all of that. But I think the Giants have realized now, hey, look, we need to make a change. We made a mistake. Yes, everything that everybody's going to say, we're going to get ripped apart in the media, but we need to make a change because what we're doing is not working. Now, we talk about the genius of Bill Belichick, but there are a lot of players that he cut that it didn't work out, but you don't hear about that. You only hear about the free agents that come, and you're like, what a genius move. Or he draft guys from nowhere colleges, and they wind up becoming great. Part of, I believe, genius is knowing when you've made a mistake and rectifying that, nip it in the bud. We didn't do that. But maybe now we're turning over a new leaf to where the culture could change. The team could change. Organizationally, we could change. Everything that everybody said is, is correct. But now we move forward. Now you sit there and say, hi, my name is Greg and I drink too much. Hi, Greg. Now that I know that I have a drinking problem, I'm not going to drink. Now that we know that we're moving forward with Daniel Jones, it doesn't mean that it's over, but it means that we have accepted the mistakes of past coaches, GMs, and ownership. We've accepted the mistakes of the past, and we're moving forward. Now, does this mean, oh, it's over. We're going to go on this winning streak. We're going to be the talk of the town and how we were geniuses to draft Daniel Jones. No, it does not. What it means is, could we maybe sneak up on a couple teams and be more competitive than we've been? Yeah, because there's absolutely no tape on Daniel Jones other than the preseason in college of what he can and can't do. And there's nothing that you can see in the preseason of what he's capable of doing in a regular season game. But in saying that, the offense, the, the, the Giants are a bad team. Terrible. Worst in the league. We're down there with the with the Dolphins. No disrespect to the Dolphins. But it wasn't just Eli and the offense. It was the defense too. I mean, guys are just running. When you're watching giant games, guys are so wide open 
there's nobody in the screen when sometimes the receiver catches the ball like, where is the defense? Like, it's almost like they got to zoom out so you could see how wide open the receiver was. So just because Daniel Jones is in, it doesn't mean it's going to change overnight. But there is a little bit of excitement now. Now you have a quarterback that's mobile. Because I'm sorry, but there was an Eli defense out there. What was the Eli defense, you may ask? Two safeties over the top. Make sure Eli can't pass it deep. Make sure he has to be checked down, Charlie. Check everything down low. He's not. He doesn't have the arm strength to zip it in between somebody's windows. He's not going to move. So the defensive linemen are real hungry and wide-eyed because they know it's a couple sacks for somebody in this game. And if you really want to get to Eli early and rattle him, blitz because the line can't block and he's going to go down before you, before you could get to him. That was the Eli defense. Now... I know this about Daniel Jones. He's a little bit more mobile. I'm not saying he's a Michael Vick. I'm not saying he's a Lamar Jackson. But what I'm saying is when he sees trouble, he's not just going to sit there and take it. He could get out of the box. He's a little bit more athletic. We might actually see a quarterback rush for a first down. But the, 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 the things that I want to see out of Daniel Jones, and I don't expect to win. I, 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 I'm not saying I expect to lose, but what I want to see out of Daniel Jones when he takes the field, just the little things to know, is, is he a player? Is he a QB? Can we build off of this? Is he an ingredient? Or is he just something where we just got to throw to the side? Because what I want to see when he comes in play, when he steps to the line of scrimmage, or when he's in the huddle, are we getting in and out of the huddles quickly? Meaning, is he articulating the play like he knows what he's saying and he's telling each guy and leading in the huddle? Can he do that? Because if he can't even say what the play is, oh, God, are we going to have to go back to Eli because he's not ready at that point? I don't even think, even if he can't say what the play is, maybe you just give it to him on a piece of paper or you just show the piece of paper to everybody. I don't know. But can he articulate the play? When he gets to the line of scrimmage, can he recognize the defense that is in front of him? And can he either A, no, not either, can he get us into the right play? Or does he know where to go with the ball? And can he block it? Because he might not be as savvy as, let me audible to get out of this play into that play. I get that. But can he recognize the defense? He's a rookie, so they can and will blitz him. Can he recognize that and block it? And does he know where to go with the ball? Because it's one thing to say, this is the play, but do you know where to go with the ball? That's all I want to see. I mean, on, and, and what they said he could do when we drafted him, are we going to see the arm strength, the accuracy downfield, the athleticism, the smarts, I mean, look, he, he, he's going to be seeing things for the first time. So there is going to be the, oh, I thought you were going right and I threw it left. He might throw an interception. He might see defenses where it was like, it wasn't like this at Duke. But can I, am I going to see heart? Am I going to see pride? Am I going to see passion? The will to want to win. That's what I want to see. The wins and losses, they'll come. But I want to know, is he a player? Is he somebody that can lead men? Is he somebody where he's looking at me in my eyes and says, block, I'll get it done. 
you know what? I don't know if he'll get it done, but there's something about this kid that's going to make me want to work hard. That's what I want to see. It's an exciting time right now if you're a giant because at least you know it's over in terms of the Eli era and what can Daniel Jones bring. Oh, I'm excited. Now, um, I know usually I have a positive quote. I don't have one. I can make one up for you. Uh, make your next move the best move, and it'll be all smooth. Thank you for listening. Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye.